<laughs> Super good, great, grand, Isn't wonderful. Great? I have amazing microphone skills, son. I talk right into the mic. Fascinating. The podcast. Podcast. I have a professional broadcast journalist here. Unless you want to dick around for another hour. Let's get this shit show on the road. No, every time I start a podcast, I have to rearrange my entire room. It's true. Uh, and with that being said, hello, citizens. I'm Phoenix West. And I am Frank OCD with links. Frank constantly shifting links. I almost said West because we're married, apparently. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was really hard. Uh, Welcome to the podcast podcast. It's episode 45, podcast homework for episode 46, which I will reveal, reveal, not review. Uh, we will review. Also, I'll review my podcast theme. Oh, good God. I wasn't lying when I said shit show. The hell did you just say? I don't know. A lot of words and none of them made sense. But here we are. I'm listening in my earphones, you know, in my ear thing. Through your head holes in your ear. I don't, have a, I don't have a clue what you just fucking said. I said a lot of things, and they all made sense. Go back and listen. So, uh, Frank, let's talk about briefly, let's talk about, let me move my microphone a little bit closer, but let's go ahead and talk about last week's episodes, the let's album review. Let's talk about one last week's episode, since we didn't really get a chance to, since Skype decided not to update until, like, yesterday. I think we have everything we need to say about it. I don't remember <laughs> what we did say about it. Did, did you ever get back in touch with the guy? Yeah. Well, what did he say? Nothing. He just retweeted us and I talked to him a little bit on Twitter. I recommended an album. You remember that uh, Neil Young trans record I played over the one of our shows? Ugh. I recommended that album because <laughs> that was for uh, Why I Hate This Album podcast. Uh, great guys. I listened to their Corey Feldman episode. They listened to the double disc he put out. And good God, it was funny. It was a funny episode. They're funny dudes, man. They got great chemistry and... The dude's actually funny, genuinely fucking funny. Yes, they kind of have like what I would call IT humor, where it's all like, it's not like, not hilarious, but it's like, I could tell they're funny and in their world. I'm, I'm trying not to be insulting, because I really don't mean it as an insult, but like, they don't have like broad humor or like a, a dirty sense of humor. They have a IT humor. No, yeah, yeah, they're they're smart humor. I, I like smart yeah. humor. I enjoy smart humor because I'm a smart guy. I understood everything they said. Yes, I just mean they don't go for the dirty, like right away. They do say I some like, dirty shit, but it's in it's like the the tone is it humor. They're trying to remain clean ish. Yeah, it's it's weird because it feels like they're trying to be clean, but then they say some filthy shit, and it's weird. <laughs> it works. No, yeah, that's perfect because we just say filthy shit all the time. And some of it is smart. Oh, we go the other it's, way? You say we flip-flop with the yin to their yang? I'm pretty sure we do, because I've said some horrible shit on the show. <laughs> that doesn't sound familiar at all. You Like you? <laughs> I don't say anything offensive. How dare you, sir? I'm pretending like I'm shocked. Can you get it up? You to make a rule in, in this podcast to say something nice. That's how offensive you are most of the time. I wanted to be fair. That's out of fairness. Yeah, and it's out of you being self-aware of how hold on. hard you are. <laughs> Take a fucking pause, because hold on on this shit right now. Right the fuck now. Hold on. So whenever it's a good thing, like when we had Dan on the show, it was, I, I agree with him. I think we should have had the compliments. I think that's what we're going for. And now that it's, all, it's a negative thing, it's just me. It's just me that wanted this rule. Which, which side are you on, Mr. Flip Floppy? <laughs> It was just a way for me to tell you how in, how insane you are. Great. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're just uh, you know, switching your foot on either side of the sand here. Good God. That doesn't make any sense. It does. No, it doesn't. There's a line drawn in the sand, and you're just like, boop, boop. I put my big foot in, put my foot out. <laughs> I'm on the West Bank. Yeah. I'm on the East Bank. This ain't the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, you know, we, we're forced into doing positives because you're such a prick. And then it's like, Dan's on the show, you're like, I thought it was a good idea that we say positives. I really did. I just thought it was a good way to go. You know, I want to be positive. Because you're an offensive son of a bitch. Okay, go fuck yourself. So it's good to throw positive in there so so we don't sound like just total jerk-offs the whole time. I have the rules in place, and I came up with them arbitrarily just because I didn't, I wanted to be fair. I 
In all honesty, I think they're fair rules. I think I really think they are. And and let's just go back to the rules. Muffin, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Muffin. He knew the he pissed muffin, me off. The, the, the Muffin hit basically none of the rules until episode three. <laughs> yeah, he, he gave no regard for the goddamn rules. Just did whatever he wanted. Just like declared like North Korea dictatorship and just fucking went for it. I don't agree. Yeah, and the thing is, when he, when it was brought up to him, he went good. There's <laughs> <laughs> the reason we love the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love about the guy. I mean, it's like he knows we're not serious. He knows we're not. Yeah, trying, yeah. It's he he has a sense of humor, is my point. He's not a fucking snowflake. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would take for me to be like offended. I don't know if it's ever happened. Like, I get offended by like. When Arby's advertises, like I was talking about in one of my uh, things over in hell because I finished up that run of 100. They're done now. I'm finished. And I did it on H. John Benjamin, who you know who he is, if you don't recognize his name. He does like Archer's voice and Bob's Burgers and Carl from uh, Family Guy. Okay. He does Arby's commercials. And and that kind of offends me because I love the fucking guy. And I'm like, why are you doing Arby's commercials, you son of a bitch? Ugh. Now you know why I hate Tom Cruise. Because he does Arby's commercials? No, because he did War of the Worlds. <sighs> I was a fan of 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 uh, the Cruise. That movie's Never. so goddamn forgettable, I don't think about it like you do. Yeah, but see, I am a huge War of the Worlds fan from the original. Uh, in the 50s. That's and like if was... I hated Ryan Reynolds, though. I don't... Whatever. I'm just saying, like, it was a perfect movie, and I can't stand movies that just reboot great things. Leave it alone. It was great. Can you think of something else, please? Can Can Tom Cruise run and save the world some other way? Other he, than he's going to find a way to run. What? <laughs> he's going to find a way to run. Let's have him do something else. Well, that's what I mean. Like, there's so many scenarios. You know, at this point, it's not, you know... Uh, what's his face? Adams, like Adam Sandler can do this. It's Tom Cruise runs and defeats this guy or runs and defeats that guy or runs and saves the history of man or I mean, <laughs> yeah. War of the Worlds. Honestly, I just felt embarrassed the entire movie. Like when they're in the basement with uh, what's his name? Tim Robbins. Andy Dufresne. Dufresne. And I was just like, oh, this is embarrassing. He's like playing a psychopath in the most pretend psychopath way. It was fucking embarrassing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Andy Dufresne, Tim Robbins. Yeah, it it, yeah. it was awkward and and it, he ugh. played it great. I mean, obviously he would, but it was still really strange. Yeah, it had a very had a very kid touchery feel. <laughs> yeah, it was, and he had a kid with him, so it was very very awkward. Exactly. He had like his teenage daughter with him, and and good God. Uh, not only are these horrible three-legged monsters that are nowhere as cool as the one from the 50s walking around, but he's got to make sure Rapey Pants over here doesn't, you know, take his... Rape his pants? Yeah, and, and rape it. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, you know how much I talk about the movie Seconds? Yes. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, because it doesn't bother me like it does you. They remade Seconds with Ryan Reynolds. It's called Selfless from, like, 2011 or 2012. And I didn't know it was a remake until about halfway through when I'm like, oh, what the fuck? This is the same fucking plot as Second. I'm like, I look it up on IMDb. I'm like, oh, it is. It's a remake. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? At least they didn't call it the same name, I suppose. Yes, but it's not based off a book, as far as I know. Well, and and to be fair, the, the, the War of the Worlds that Tom Cruise did was a lot more closer to the content character, but I don't care. The war, the, the 50s War of the Worlds was the best one because the machines were so damn cool looking. That's all I'm saying. They just sounded cool in the remake. Like <laughs> in the remake, that was about it. The, it sounded like the, like the Valkyrie horns. That was about it. Yeah, it was just, it, it was boring. It was. And I knew what the outcome was going to be. They would eventually die because of our bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... It, it's not a very deep uh, alien takeover kind of kind of movie. It's so the fifties did it perfectly. Leave it alone. Yeah, they everything that was good about the original from the fifties, which I have watched several times. I will. I am a fan. I they didn't do in the remake. Like none of it 
I don't know. I sure. felt like there's a lot more sci-fi in the in the original and the remake. It was just like action, running through the streets, chaos. Him talking to a guy in a van, getting his van remade. <laughs> it's like, good God, okay, I get it. <laughs> and and there's Tom Cruise running for another hour. Yeah, and then his his fucking douchebag dildo son. Like, fuck you, Dad. I'm gonna go fight in a war. Fuck you. And he runs off. I'm like, good, die. I don't care. So long, toodles. <laughs> Off you go to be annihilated. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel anything bad about this fucking scene. Like, all right, well, well, I just wanted to go. Didn't you watch the one from the fifties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I guess what we're trying to say is why I hate this album podcast is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Lincoln Park is not, and let's talk about the other two shows. Um, Lincoln Park actually gets amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, so. Yeah. The classic rock album by album podcast, Lincoln Park's terrible. Let's talk about Rush's Grace Under Pressure. Rush is less terrible than, or more, more terrible than Lincoln Park is, but Lincoln Park became a great band. Fair enough. That's what I think. Incorrect, but here we go. So let's talk about that that podcast. <laughs> it's going to slip in. I'm going to do, well, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Nealon, Sergeant, oh, what is his name? The character he does in SNL where he slips in something really quick. Sergeant Subliminal. <laughs> where he slips in something real quick. I <laughs> love that. Uh, yes. So, uh, honestly, let's stop talking about Lincoln Park for a moment and talk about Rush's Grace Under Pressure. Not the album, but the podcast. This is the Chris okay. Carson Lee Bowie episode where they're super fucking Canadian. Exactly. Extremely Canadian. And this is the one I said is the, uh, the possibly the worst co-host in history. If you remember, he did not respond. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to, do you want to play that part? Mm. So Rush's 1977 album came out, and then they they really toured the states. And you know what? Three of them got murdered on on, on the tour. Dead. So anyway, then they uh, 1980. Like that's how it felt. Only you said the word dead, <laughs> and that guy didn't say a word. And if he did, it was like, yes, I know. The problem is the. You know, we talk about chemistry a lot in this show. The It's most critical. It is, especially with the duo. Uh, <laughs> it's literally all there is, really. Especially with the duo doing radio. Yes. So the problem with this is both guys had Fuck. interesting shit to say, but they didn't respond to each other. They would just wait until, and now I'll repeat my facts about Rush. And now you are done talking, I will say my facts about Rush. It just didn't flow at all. No, it was each one gave their ideas on the same topic, which basically makes me go, I don't care what you two think because I don't know who you are. So, and there's no back and forth about it. No, it just that was it. And then, so then they went on and then they started going over the Rush album. And they at least they played a snippet from the Rush album, didn't talk over it or nothing, didn't play the whole thing. So that was good. That's the only reason why they became number two, not number one. But uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, it was just two guys talking about basically blowing Rush the whole time. Yeah. I mean, they're Canadian. Rush is Canadian. I get it. I guess I get it. There's so many American bands that I don't like. I don't care that they're American. Yeah. It's the same way that if you're a band from England and you've been around since the 60s or 70s, we're supposed to kiss your ass. You know what, Led Zeppelin? I, I don't care. You know what, Rolling Stones? I really don't care. David Gilmore, bend over, and I'm and I'm puckering. Yeah, but we're not, we're not saying... I'm just saying, like, everyone's supposed to fucking love the Rolling Stones. I don't give a good goddamn about the Rolling fucking Stones. They're pretty fucking terrible overall. Very bad, and I, can't, I still can't... He's not... He's still not dead, right? No. He's still, he's still alive. It. Keith Richards, I thought, died 40 years ago. He looks it. Somehow he's kicking. I, I, he's a man built on drugs. He's just a walking hypodermic needle on legs. <laughs> it's amazing he hasn't gotten a disease yet. He could. He, he might be like patient zero for a thousand diseases, but they're all working like close connection. <laughs> and it's like that's what's keeping him alive. Like, if you got rid of a cold, he would just fall apart and die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's so many bands like that where I'm like I don't care like the Who I do like some of the Who but I'll, most of the Who is pretty fucking terrible 
I, I never got deep into the Who and don't care to. You don't need to go deep. They're like Pearl Jam. Listen to their fucking hits and move the fuck on. They have one, don't they? The Who? Yeah. They have a bunch. <laughs> Most of them are on CSI intros, the theme songs. Oh, God, that's them. That's right. Yeah, those songs I don't really listen to that much, but I do like the album Tommy, but just like uh, The Wall, you can't listen to songs from Tommy and expect it to be like, whoa, that's a good song. No, it's about the, like, all together, you know? Individually, eh. Never gave a shit about Tommy, personally. Yeah, that's good if you listen to it as a whole. Really fucking creepy and rapey, but fun. I've heard. No care to. It's not for everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I'd overreact. Yeah, Lincoln Park is so much better than them. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. This particular album is very, very important to me, podcast. The podcast title so long, it's supposed to be a joke, I guess. I don't know. B-52s. What's that? B-52s. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really have much to say about this show. I mean, we honestly spent a half hour on last week's show about this show. There's not much more I can say than that. I would be repeating myself. Exactly. Nothing really else to say about this. Uh, I don't. I don't want to relive it. it. Is okay. Again, this is might have been our best crop uh, for th- you know three for three, even though certain rules were broken, muffin. But you know what? Three for three, not too bad. I guess we'll accept it. Yeah. <laughs> At least he was consistent. Yeah, and and since we're on the subject of a muffin, I I chose my next my next podcast theme, Frank. You did? I did. You ready? Is it time? It's time. Okay, go. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, uh, I want, I just want to say to everybody that don't judge Lincoln Park on the hybrid theory because. The rest of their songs, the rest of their albums, especially the newer ones in the last decade, not even close. And Phoenix has left. I just want to continue saying while Phoenix isn't here. Uh, he's waving. Um, Lincoln Park is a great band. They grew with my generation anyway. And uh, yeah, like Hybrid Theory kind of sucked. I won't, I'll admit it. You're done it, yet? But like the next albums, they just progress as a band, like a band should, and they got to start somewhere. So, you know, the opposite of that is like what Linkin Park or um, not Linkin Park, Limp Biscuit did, and just fall off the earth and become a meme. So, whatever. And uh, R.I.P. Chester Bennington. And then I'm going to shut up until Phoenix wants to come rolling back here. There he is. Oh, hey. And I'm done. Yeah, honestly, R.I.P. I won't fuck around with that. That's fucking sad as hell. I wasn't even a fan, and that that bummed me out. You don't want to hear that shit, no matter who, no matter who it is. No, really. Um, yeah. I mean, I was never a huge Chris Cornell fan, honestly. I was just gonna say that's the one that bothered the shit out of me. Yeah, like I, I mean, I liked his stuff, but I never followed him because I liked him. But he never bothered me at all. He was, I thought he was a talented musician. As yeah. far as lead singers go, fucking incredible. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Soundgarden and everything, everything else. Go listen to Like a Stone by uh, Audio Slave. Go listen to that song, listeners. And tell me you're not a little bummed out. Name and Chester gave a great performance at his uh, funeral singing um, that Amen song. There you go. I was just going to say, listen, list, list one Chester song, that his voice, where you're like, holy shit. You want to say that December uh, song or whatever? No, no. It was off of his last album that he did before he died. Uh, one, uh, one More Life. So very positive, inspirational album. That's why I didn't understand his suicide didn't make any sense because a lot of his music, maybe like five, six years ago, was very suicidal. Like the one song is just talking about, I don't want to get into it, but this last CD, there it's nothing but inspirational. It really is. It's like Chester hit a new high. And his yeah. voice was amazing. Like I almost want to play a sample of it for you. I remember Mike Shinoda played the piano, and Chester sang it in just front of like a room of people, and the song was fucking incredible. You want to hear it? 
Um, not so well, much right now. Yes, because it makes sense to play it now because it won't make any sense to play it ever again. So I'm gonna play it. You're gonna take five minutes to pull that shit up, though. No, yeah, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll talk. Okay. So, because um, I do have something to say, I, I do appreciate <clears throat> part of the reason. Because at first, I I wasn't a big fan of why I like this, why I hate this album podcast. I was like, ah, that's all right. And then they start talking, and they took a moment to like kind of be serious. And they go, they start talking about Chester suicide, and they go like, we're not gonna fuck around and make suicide jokes. And I was like, okay, I'm fucking on board with these guys. Um, uh, how serious do I get here? As someone who has struggled and continues to, it's uh, I'm glad they weren't making fun of that shit. It's uh, it's not fun. It's no bueno. Um, I'm glad they didn't go down that path and just make easy jokes because it's too fucking easy. And it, I, I again, I'm not a fan of Chester. I, I do think he has a great voice. I just don't like the music they play. Really, is what it comes down to. And same with Chris Cornell. I do think he's an amazing vocalist. I would say most of Audio Slave and Soundgarden. I don't. I get listened to and I go eh. Doesn't do much for me, but his voice on certain songs where it really fucking kicks in. Like he's gonna play this song. I'd recommend, like I said, "Like a Stone" by Audio Slave. Uh, fucking incredible. And to to make fun of them just killing themselves and being like, "Oh, ha ha," it's it's just why? Why even bother? It's low hanging fruit. Why even go there? So I do appreciate that about these guys. They they didn't. They didn't do that. And then they moved on and talked about the album for what it was, not just about the man who it was. It's uh, You're going to play a song here. You're still kicking that in. But what else can I say, Frank? Any thoughts while you're pulling that up? You know what? They did mention it, and they mentioned it with respect, and I, re- I really appreciated that that they did that. And then, like, you know, I, I look, I'm not the type of uh, that's going to get offended about any type of joke. I think you can joke about anything. And you're right, it was low-hanging fruit if they wanted to go after it, but they didn't, and they gave their respects to it. And they both said they don't know much about the band past this album, so yeah, yeah. But apparently they were, he, was, he did you know, touch a lot of people, and his death affected a lot of people, so we are in no way making fun of the band itself or, or no, any of the fans. No. We, this is strictly a comedic show, and we're listening to things that we personally have never... You know what I mean? And they gave their two cents into what they're doing and how they respect what he did and rest in peace, Chester Bankton. And I thought that was high class right there. Like, I, they I do. do that. I, I know I'm not, this isn't like a humble brag or anything like that. This is saying uh, I knew people who went, whose kids went to school with Chester's kids because he, he's in Arizona and I, people I worked with, their kids were in the same school as his kids. And they're like, they hang out with him every once in a while. They used to hang out with him. And it was fucking weird. Uh, I don't know if I've ever gone through that. And the weird, like, they knew him, but not, you know, I mean, like, not how much you can really know, like, a fucking rock star. Like, they would hang it out with a family. And so it was kind of weird to hear about this because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is this, I stopped working with these people a while ago, but I'm like, what are they going through? Like, is this kid still going to school? I don't, I don't understand how this works, but fucking sad. Uh, again, I always say about comedy the difference between, I don't believe anything's off, off the table. But there is a difference between me making a suicide joke in general or me going to Chester's widow and being like telling a suicide joke. There's a that's the difference. That's where I think you cross a line is when you make it really personal for no fucking reason. And I'm just stalling right now. So, Frank, who got that pulled up? But uh, I really do think that is the difference between where you cross the line or not. And, um, what else can I say? I don't even know. It's uh, I'm just honestly just waiting for him to pull it up. I hope he's eventually gonna play a song here, a part of a song that is. I'll give you thirty seconds. Oh, you got it. You know. You hear that? Yeah. Kind of. Louder or softer? I can't tell yet. You know, while you're doing that, let me play my song. How about that? That's much better, right? Yeah.
years ago, two years ago. God damn it. Sorry, that was the tribute with Mike Shinoda and the band after he died. God damn it. All right, hold on. I'm just going to the top then. Fuck it. I was trying to find the acapella with Mike Shinoda and him. And, uh, of course, I'd fuck it up. Let me know if you want to play mine first. Just a few seconds. Go right ahead. Okay. So I'll just play a little bit of this, and then Frank will play a little bit of his, and that'll be our little uh, tribute. And that's all we're going to do. We're going to take a little time here to be serious about, about these guys. Love that slide the guitar, man, at the end. Tom Love Mar- that slide. Tom Morello. Huh? Tom Morello. Tom Morello's amazing, man. He is. Raising his machine, Mr. Man. Metal Finger. Bomb tracks, y'all. Just another bomb track. I don't like I don't like that band at all. I love Raising His Machine. I know. I don't get it. All right, so this is one of Chester's amazing, most amazing songs I think he's ever sang. Never screamed. Like, and this is on One More Light. It's their last uh, studio album they ever released before he passed away. Just, just, Phoenix, just let me know if I got to turn can, it over. Can you now. pause for a second? Yeah, go. I don't agree with that phrasing. What? Passed away. That shit bugs me. He didn't commit suicide. I'm, not, I'm never going to admit to that. Okay. But Chris Cornell killed himself. No, he didn't. I don't think that either. See. They, you're going to tell me that both artists from both recording uh, company both hung themselves from a two-foot knob 
Kiss my ass. I yeah. cannot believe it. I believe we got to do. I'm just going to go off off uh, everything. I've watched The Wire. Okay. <laughs> I've watched The Wire. D'Angelo didn't kill himself. But Chris Cornell. Okay. Pause for a second, Frank. Chris Cornell killed himself. I don't want to say passed away. Whatever you want to believe is what you want to believe, Frank. But I want to say, as far as suicide awareness goes, stop saying passed away. Not You didn't do anything wrong or anything. I'm just saying. Huh. Time out. When I talk about my father, he killed himself. Yeah. I'll say it every time. The fucker killed himself. You know what I mean? And 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 you know what that does? That destroys the lives of everybody. Yes. You've ever... That's exactly what I'm going for. Exactly. So please, find help. There are so many numbers. You know, just, just call 911 and say, I need help. They will send help. Or, or start doing a pointless podcast. That too. Here we are. Yep. So do what you got to do, but I don't like sugarcoating it. I don't like doing that at all. I, I just say what it is. I, that wasn't sugarcoating. I know. That, I, I'm saying I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying this is just for in general. And start saying what it was because it, when you kind of say the passed away, kind of like sugarcoats and glazes over the issue here at heart. Um, not you, Frank. I'm just saying in general. That's no, fine. Um, it's, just, it's just what I believe. I yeah. don't believe it. And I'm it saying that we're putting that to the side. Yeah. So people out there, uh, I can't believe this is getting this serious. This is weird. I and mean, we've never done this before. So uh, this is like our uh, Death's Head Revisited episode of Twilight Zone Review. So if you're, it's yeah. honestly, stop sugarcoating people. Yes. <laughs> this feels weird. But I'm just saying uh, it, it is, it's a fucking struggle. It sucks. Uh, do what you got to do. Stay alive. Fucking reach out to people. People are more responsive than you think they are, especially when you let them know what's going on. The more honest you are, the more help you'll get. Honestly, it sucks, but fucking reach out to people. You'll be yeah, fine. Really, I mean, like, life sucks, but the alternative is unfucking acceptable Period. Because it's not just you. It's like... When you start thinking about the family members who have to like do shit or like fly out places to grab your shit, that that like bums me the fuck out, and that that's a big deterrent, honestly. So when you when you kind of uh, go through that process and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna end it. It's not that easy. It's not. I mean, you move on. You don't have to fucking care. But if you care about these people, you wouldn't do that to them. So fucking do what you gotta do. Stay alive. And I sound like I'm scolding you, but honestly, I, I care. Reach out to me. I'll fucking respond to you in a second because. Honestly, it's 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 the most selfish act one could possibly ever do to themselves. Yes, I had a health teacher in I think ninth grade who put it perfectly, and it was in my sense of humor where he goes, he starts talking about suicide. He's like, suicide is the most chicken shit thing you can do, and that has stuck with me ever since. And whenever yeah. I'm like feeling like that, I think of that quote, and I'm like, yeah, he's right. He is. He is. That's, it's that's chicken true. shit. It is the is the easy way out, and I know you feel like it in the moment, but holy shit, there's way better alternatives. Dude, I was twenty, but I was twenty five. I should not have not had a father. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm thirty five now, and I need to start going to therapy now because the the fucking shit in my head has gotten so bad to where I'm having panic attacks constantly. It, it's fu- and, it'll fuck and, up your kids even though you don't realize it. Say thanks, Dad. You know, happy. I did have a happy life till you decided to end yours. I really appreciate that. You know, now I have no one to talk to. <laughs> so yeah. you know, everybody with a dad out there, you know, if you're hearing this, next time you see him, punch him in the face because you can. He's there. If I saw my dad, <laughs> I'd knock him the fuck out. <laughs> punch out his ghost. Just knock him the fuck yeah. out. Oh my god, yeah. That's how we used to say hi to each other. If it's been like a week or two, just right in the face. Yeah, it's it feels a little weird to be on the show doing something serious, but let's just take this time and just and soak it up, you know? Honestly, we're here. Yeah. Let's fucking uh I, I've been down that road, trust me. Oh, trust me. Um yeah, it's it's uh I think and and, and the horrible thing is more people have been down the road than not. Well, well, fuck it. Let's talk about it then. Uh, have definitely attempted many times. Um, not as an adult so much, but as a kid, which is fucked up. And yeah, didn't do didn't... like what, what? What were you feeling at the time? Oh, I don't know if we want to go down that specifically because family does listen to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like seven the first time I tried, and I I didn't understand how you, you how one would die, so I. Closed my eyes and threw myself off a swing set, like when it reached the peak, and just did like sure. many, many backflips off of it and landed on my arm and broke it again. And that was my first attempt. 
And then after that, yeah, this is going to be a fun episode to listen back to. Uh, yeah, I have tried uh, as recently as last year uh, when I was going through my back problems. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was, uh, that, I that shit sucked. Dude, I spent 18 months without laying down, remember? You have no idea how close you want to come to just ending it because the pain will never stop. It feels like it's going to drag on for an eternity because that month, like you said, month eight sometimes. Like right now yeah. I have this on my back because it's, it's coming. It, it's, uh, it's rearing its ugly head, which is fucking freaking me out. But uh, yeah. yeah, shit sucks. And let's just say the pain sucks in the moment, but eventually, like I said, you got to push through, find something. So I really focused on this sort of shit, like podcasts and videos. Hence why I did like 100 episodes in a very short amount of time. And plus, I mean, there is a doctor out there that will give a shit about you to figure out some way to help you out. Because I went through seven doctors. Yeah, in if, a, it takes a while to find. If you find a doctor and you can tell they don't give a shit, stop seeing that doctor. Go leave immediately. Don't even wait for the session to end. Just go, go fuck yourself. I'll find someone else. And go find someone else. Because yeah. it's, it's hit or miss. You're going to find someone who doesn't give a shit. They're just there for the paycheck. And you can feel it right off the bat. They don't give a shit. They're not looking at you in the eye. Fucking walk out of there and just find someone else. Exactly. Um, it's, it's, dude, it, it, it took me because I was 15 minutes late to my doctor's appointment. And when I got into the room, he, he, yelled, he straight up yelled at me. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's like you know if if you're gonna be my patient and if I'm gonna do everything I can for you, uh, we'll, we'll you know whatever time you're scheduled, you show up 15 minutes early. You got it. And I went, yes, sir. And I was like, I, I this guy cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and let's just say this. I don't know if I want to throw you in this boat, but I would just say if you are feeling this way, reach out to us. I know I'm just I'm not trying to grandize myself at all, but I will I will respond to this sort of shit because I've definitely been down this road. Get a hold of us. We'll talk about it. You'll you'll see it's it's uh, easier if you just move on instead of ending it all because shit does not go right. Like talk to Frank about this sort of shit. He's still feeling it, and it's been how long? Ten years. Ten years. And you hear that you hear that tone of voice there. That's serious. Uh, get a hold of us. We'll we'll talk to you. See. And like you know you you know what the coolest thing was. I don't want to keep dragging on this, but uh, you no, know, but we're doing this now. Podcasts, right. Sorry, uh, what? The, I talked over you. Sorry, repeat. Uh, it's okay. The, uh, the first year of the Indie Sports Car Podcast, like towards the end of it, like because we started in November, and by the time the season started, we were better, a lot better, and then we figured shit out. I didn't sound like such a fucking idiot. So, um, but I'm still me, you know? And uh, we got two emails, and we're still friends with the one guy, Brett. He's a good guy. Um, uh, I haven't talked to the other guy yet since, but... I got two emails. Well, the one from Brett was much longer and more emotionally and detailed, but the other guy was just just as emotional, just not as long. And basically, the premise was, you know, um, I was about to do that, but I, for some reason, stumbled across your podcast and listened to it. You guys made me laugh, and you reminded me how much I loved racing. And now I have a reason to wake up. So thank you. You saved my life. Yeah. And something simple like that. Because I, one time, I don't know. I cried, man. Yeah. I cried. On, it's fucking moving. Like yeah. six, five, six years ago, maybe even less, uh, about ready to. And then little redheaded fox over here, Margo, came up to me and just like started licking my face when I was like crawled on the floor, balled up on the floor. And she, and I was like, okay, what am I doing? And that was it. That was all it took. A dog licking my face. All it takes is a little bit of because you feel so alone is the problem. You feel so alone and isolated that you know you get to that point where it doesn't matter who would, who would care, and you really get into that mindset of who would care, yeah. and it's not the right mindset to get in. But it's easier said than done. It's just it literally takes like a hello from somebody or hey, what's up? You know, got something to talk about? Yeah, I'm cool. I went out and I. I saw a lady at the grocery store, an old lady, like right after this. And I just like helped her put the water cases into her car. And I'm like, okay, there, there's more to life. <laughs> like something stupid like that. And it just, I don't know. It makes the difference. Yeah, so definitely. But so on, I mean, on that note, just guys, you know, there's plenty of hot, hotline numbers out there. And I'm sure Phoenix will post a, uh, a number in the show notes of this. Oh, don't for, put that at me. And if you're a vet 
Um, I'm sorry to say, but the vets have the highest rate. Like, yo, definitely. At, at every four minutes on average in this country, a vet is taking his own life. I don't know why, what's going on. I'm not a vet, but if you're a vet or if you're close to a center that helps vets out, please take a look. Um, there's none around New South Jersey, unfortunately. I was very sad to see that. We were even thinking about starting one, you know. But uh, at any rate, definitely take a look at all the different charities you can help out. And if they're close to your area, volunteer some time and spend some time with a vet. And that's all it takes. Yeah. Really. It's easier than everyone makes it out to be. It really is. Um, honest, well, that was weird. Let's, uh, that was a long, serious discussion. And that did yeah. mean a lot to me. I've never talked about this sort of stuff publicly, but here we are. Uh, it felt right in the moment. You can always give me a call, brother. Yeah, yeah. Always there. Yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting. But let's hear uh, that song. Here we go. We heard Chris Cornell. Let's hear Chester. Now the, the the this song, I'm just gonna let it play because it's it's very it's very emotional. And if you listen to the words of the song, this is why I this is the main reason I can't believe it. All right, just, just he wrote this. He sang this, and this is Chester. Chester's ne uh, never, all of his lyrics have always been from deep inside. Bottom line. Phoenix, just let me know about the volume. Okay, well.
chance when someone's time runs out if a moment is all we are or quicker quicker who cares if one more light goes out i do Um, yeah, dope. Yeah, that was yeah. something. Uh, that was one million, possibly more times better than that fucking album we heard. What have I been saying, man? Well, the, the issue is he's amazingly talented. It's the rest, it's the fucking rock rap thing I don't like about him. They haven't done the rock rap thing in eight years. All right, then. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Okay. That's good. All that music is Mike Shinoda, the piano, everything. Yeah. He writes everything. Mike Shinoda produces every bit of that music. All Chester does is sing. That's it. The other guys, the guitar player and everything else. Uh, do I have poor connection or parent? No, you're good. Skype Skype is yeah. fucked up recently. Oh, it is. Anyway, you so, sound fine though. You're coming through great. Okay, perfect. So yeah, so there you go. Um, that's my point of how hybrid theory and how Linkin Park regressed into a real band. That's that's the best right there from hybrid theory and their latest, their last studio album. I mean, yeah, it's not even the same band. Anymore. Not even the same band. No, it's not. I mean, it's a lot, a lot more mature, a lot more melodic. The lyrics mean something. The lyrics were good. The lyrics are really good. He, no, no drums at all. No, no rocking, no rapping, no wheezing, no. What what the yeah, guys call it in this in this podcast? <laughs> Fuck! What did they call it? He told me to call it that, and I forgot. Um, oh, uh, oh, was it was it breathe uh, boxing? <laughs> yeah, breathe boxing. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, they did do that a lot in the first two albums. Yeah, it's. It's a. It feels like a fucking one eighty on the, on the from the first album, and mm-hmm. you, you kept telling me that, and I knew you were right, and I knew all that, but because you've played me like this song before. Uh, following this conversation means a whole lot more to so say that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a, there's another song you did six years ago where if he would have this would have happened after that I would have been like yeah, well that one song pretty much proved it. Yeah. Just saying, it's a good song, but uh, it was like six years ago. Six seven years ago, uh, easy. Uh, I mean, I I think it's a great song. It's it's another Chester singing song. They're not screaming or anything. But uh, it's if you want to hear it, fine. If not, it's fine. Yeah, well, go check it out if you're into yeah. that. If that piqued yeah, your interest, it's uh it's 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 another one of my favorite songs that they have ever done. I think it's off of uh, Living Things. Um, let's see here. Uh. I think it's this right here. Um, if I'm wrong, it's okay. It's uh, yeah. There, there's like a few lyrics in that song that really gets me. The 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 one more chair at the at the table you don't need. Yeah. That uh, that that lyric gets me hard every time. I don't think this is it. Oh, well, while it's, while it's ramping up here, but let me just say uh, 1 800 273 Call that number if you have any issues, you're struggling at all with this sort of shit. Go with that. 800 273 Talk 8255. There's always somebody there to talk, trust me. Because most of those operators, they've been through it, so they know and what the was. Exactly. Just so you, you know what to expect. They're not going to save your life on that line. They're going to talk to you and they're going to listen. And that's all you need is someone to go, I give a shit. Here I am. What do you, what do you want to talk about? They're not going to be like, they're not going to go, here's what you need to do. Blah, 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 blah. Like that, you got to figure it out on your own. That's going to happen no matter what. They're going to talk to you and actually fucking listen. So if you need someone to listen, they're there. It doesn't cost you anything. Just fucking call them. What's the worst that can happen? 
Yeah, them hang up on you. You you lose connection. Honestly, call them back. Yep. You know what, Frank? What's up? Check out the show notes to find out my picks for next week. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm just trying to find that. Yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm just trying to find. Like, I, I'm trying to picture a scenario where I go back into the fuck around mode where I joke. Oh, here it is. I found it. I got it. Well, let's phase out on this song. Let's hold off on a sec. Let's just phase out on there. No problem. Uh, no plugs for me. Check out the show notes. You'll figure them out. Uh, Frank, I'll put your notes and your plugs in there, too. Let's, let's not fuck around. I don't want to fuck around after this. Uh, this is a strange, strange episode of the podcast podcast. I didn't. If you would have told me an hour ago we'd be like this right now, I would not believe you. But here we are. Um, hey, I mean, so, you know, sometimes it's a good thing to, to do this. So, you know what? You know, even if you have like the slightest inkling to it, call yeah, the it's, number. It's something that, that means a lot he to me. Somebody. Twitter's awesome. There's always somebody to talk to, honestly. Yeah, I, I uh, at work, don't I do. Don't Facebook. You know, they'll bring up Trump and they'll ruin your day even more. Yeah, don't fucking listen to Facebook. If you're, if you're really struggling, stop doing Facebook. It'll help you so much. So oh much. God. I'm so much happier. I know I hardly ever use it. <laughs> but yeah. Twitter, Twitter. Twitter's a good place with good people, as long as you go to the right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say, go to qualify that. As long as you go to the right type of communities. I mean, yeah, that's all. Yeah. yeah. So um, honestly, uh, it's a subject that means a lot to me. It's one of the few things I'll help out for, like when they do uh, things at work. They'll do like uh, the suicide watch thing, and the, like you man the phones for that sort of thing. I do do that. Because uh, it means a lot to me. It really does. It really does. I mean... I hate to say it, but I do struggle with this sort of shit. But here I am. And there's a lot of people out there, but here he is. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I, you can't do that to me. Don't ever do that. Don't do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, here's the thing. I know I never would, but it doesn't fucking help in the moment. And no. that sucks. So in the moment, you feel like, oh, this is fucking it. So, because it's just like you isolate yourself. Like, if I ever stop responding to your text messages for three days at a time, I mean, how long ago was that? Like, a week ago? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had no idea what was going on. There we go. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, that sort of shit. It's, it's, you. You just got a new number. <laughs> what? You got a new number, but still, you know. Well, you know, it could be two things at once, but. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even hiding it at this point. I'm just saying flat out. If someone's not responding to you for three or four days, there's a fucking reason. Just go show up at their fucking house. Like the worst thing that'll happen, they'll shut the door in your face, and then like, but they'll shut that door and go, "Why do you show up? That was weird, huh?" Yeah, exactly. And they'll start thinking about it, and they go, "Actually, maybe he gives a shit." Yeah, exactly. So I mean, hey, everybody's got busy lives, you know. So don't take it personal when you haven't seen somebody that you're close to for a while. But you know, in the same vein, I mean. How crazy can one life be where, you know, simple text, yo. It's too much to respond to. Because in the moment, it is too much to respond to. Because you're like, fuck it. Deal with it later. Yeah, right. It's, It's, yeah. So 1-800-273-8255, Suicide Prevention Hotline. Or Lifeline, I I call it. Maybe therapy, the best thing thing to do is to talk to somebody who's unbiased. Yeah. And uh, doesn't know your situation, doesn't really know you, but they are in the position to actually give a shit to talk, to hear what you have to say. And that's really all you need. Somebody, because like most of the time, when I like want to talk to somebody, I'm like, they don't want to hear my bullshit. No. Right? It feels like that, yeah. It's what it, it feels it, like most of your fucking life. That's the in this biggest position. wall. That, yeah, that's the biggest wall to crash through. Really. And that's, that's the hardest wall to crash through. But if you call this number, you don't have to crash through that. That wall's not there. No, they, they don't go like, can I get a good return number? Can I get like, what's your six digit pin? Like, they don't ask for any of that sort of shit. They just say like, what, what's there, what's going on? What are you what are you feeling right now? You don't even have to tell them your own name. No, it's, you can, you can make up a name, and they go they basically just go, how are you feeling right now? Oh, trust me, they just ask you start start asking you questions about you right now, and and just, not to be selfish, but you're like, I'm feeling this right now, and they go, okay, well, what what made you feel this way? Why do you think this way? Who do you have in your life that you could reach out to right now to alter this course? And, and they start focusing on like, it's not about fixing, like I said, it's not about fixing your life overall. It's about like, I want to make you survive for the next 24 hours. Who the fuck can you call right now to get over to your place and 
and give you a reason worth living. And that's what they're that's what they're there for. That's it. That's all. And most of the time, that's all you need in the moment. Yeah, because it is. I will say this, and this is from experience. Trust me, it is a fleeting, fleeting feeling. And if you just push past it a little further, in in two days, you want to you'd be like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" Because trust me, been there many times, and I'm like, but I know it. I know it in the moment. But if you're not feeling that, like you're gonna know that in the moment, you're gonna be like, eh, "What's the fucking point?" But and then and then two days later, you're like, "How was I possibly feeling like that two days ago? What the fuck?" Because you start realizing there's other shit in life that you you're, you might miss out on, and it's just if you if you just fucking end it, what's the what's the point? Like like Frank's dad, not to bring it back to that Frank, but. You got kids, you got family, you got people who give a shit about you. You just don't think about it. Not that you're selfish or anything, but like you have to think about that sort of shit. Yeah. And I mean, I hold a lot of guilt to it because there was a lot more to it than that. Cause you know, I yeah. talked to him like a day earlier. It was, it wasn't a pleasant talk. No, can't imagine <laughs> it would be. No, it was some horrible shit said back and forth that I can never take back. And that he said that, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about suicide like I think about a, a kicker in the NFL. You can't really push someone to suicide, but you can fucking help them. Like a kicker in the NFL, I don't think they can... They can't lose games, but they can win games. Like if the team did better, they wouldn't, shouldn't be in that position, so they didn't lose it. The team did. But they can sure as shit win it at the end. Sure, yeah. But you could be that friend that fucking just talks to somebody. He doesn't have to be... And he'll talk about the fucking mail. Talk about anything boring. And they'll be like, oh, I have this person. Like, it's be someone. I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna play play that song as we fade out here. Unless you have something else to say. No, man. I th- I think I said enough. Okay. I think if I say any more, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, so. me too. <laughs> I just trying to push it out to you. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, bottom line is, I love you, man. So I love you stick, too, brother. Stick, you know, stick around for a little while, all right? A little while. Just a little while. <laughs> <you know. laughs> all right, guys. So um, check yeah, out the show notes the- for the plugs for next week's episodes. Yep. Yeah, uh, check them out. Man, directed uh, at Muffin. The theme is about Muffin. This for you, Muffin. Lincoln Park, all the way. <laughs> but uh, this was 2007, by the way. What's the name of the song? Leave out, leave out all the rest from minutes to midnight. One more time. What's that? What was the name of the song? You, I couldn't hear you. Oh, it's uh, Leave Out All the Rest, and it's from minutes to midnight. It's from 2007. Perfect. Go ahead. Sorry.